Bitcoin is finally on the radar of heavy hitters as institutional investments are climbing. Keep climbing. For the rest of us, DeFi products are gradually outpacing the open market trading volumes. All bullish signs for the short and long-term future of crypto becoming the norm and not the exception. There's a lot of ground to cover, so hang on tight for this week's Exodus Crypto News. Welcome everyone, and once again, thanks for watching the weekly recap of our hand-picked stories from the crypto news world. Institutional investment firms Grayscale and Fidelity Investments, both mainstream financial service companies and a few others have been in the crypto news for the last couple of months with their unending movement towards adoption. This week, we can add Stone Ridge Investments to that roster when they reported a $115 million balance in in custodial holdings. This puts the total amount of Bitcoin held by public companies to over $6.7 billion. Grayscale taking up about a billion dollars of that total and Fidelity this week is actively promoting Bitcoin to its customers by offering new guidance that at least 5% of their holdings should be in BTC. This is happening in real time right before our eyes. Organizations with vast amounts of money are climbing aboard the Bitcoin shuttle. Click the link above to read more about these unprecedented corporate moves toward BTC. Are you on board? Maybe you're one of the early adopters already stacking sets and ready for liftoff. Let us know in the comments if this Bitcoin news inspires you to buy more Bitcoin. If that doesn't do it for you, then maybe this will. This week, the Central Bank of England sent a letter to all the nation's banks asking for feedback about how introducing negative interest rates would affect the British economy. They're projecting economic recovery from the pandemic to take just a bit longer than expected and will make a decision to adjust the rates on November 5th. The effect of lowering interest rates to less than zero is this. Central banks would charge their customers, which are just banks in general, to store money. Since this means an extra burden on the banks, they in turn would encourage their customers, you and I, to not store money with them by charging us a fee to do so, which could provide an incentive to spend more. This increased consumer spending could provide a stimulus to the economy and also give those who wish to save money a good reason to look beyond the US dollar or British pound sterling. Ahem. Bitcoin? Perhaps this is exactly the type of central bank behavior that will help kindle the next Bitcoin bull run. Let us know what you think in the comments below. This behavior may just propel crypto banks to swallow up traditional fiat banks within about three years. Mark Binns, CEO of Big Digital Assets, wrote an opinion piece in Cointelegraph this week that within a few years, a younger generation will be able to walk into a bank and access crypto and fiat financial products. A couple of weeks ago, we reported on Kraken obtaining a banking license in the state of Wyoming, and they're likely to just be the first in a coming wave, even as regular banks will start offering custody services for stable coins. I can see the major exchanges like Coinbase and Binance becoming the next Chase and Saks, followed by companies that may not yet even exist. Crypto fixes finance, and every day we're moving closer to it becoming a widely 
widely accepted financial standard. The world of DeFi is growing day by day with over $11 billion locked up in DeFi products. And according to a report released by the trading platform eToro, altcoins saw a huge increase in trading volumes in Q3 with DeFi leading that charge. Popular altcoins were getting traded at an intensity not seen since the 2017 ICO craze. Is DeFi a buzzword and short-lived similar to the ICO boom or here to stay for the long run. Now, if you answered here to stay, since most DeFi products run on the ETH network, there's the obvious issue of Ethereum network scaling to deal with. Well, good news is just around the corner. For some of us, it's been a really long corner to round. Ethereum 2.0 is now closer to becoming a reality after a successful mainnet trial. This testnet is basically a dress rehearsal for the new ETH mainnet, which will move ETH away from proof of work into proof of stake. The mainnet will only be at first a validation node with second layer sharding solutions to come soon after. And when I say soon to set expectations, I mean hopefully six to 12 months. I may be off the mark here as there are still plenty of corners to round before we get to experience ETH 2.0 in all its glory. In Algorand news, an advisor to Algorand won a Nobel Prize for his work in auction markets. Economist Paul Milgram was awarded this prestigious honor. Always good to have a Nobel laureate on your team. Congrats, Paul and Team Algorand. And for you Batman fans out there, DC Comics has teamed up with crypto artist Trevor Jones to produce four NFTs. That stands for non-fungible tokens. These will be collector's items which can be bought and sold with verifiable ownership on the blockchain. How much would you pay for something like this? We'll follow up when they're sold to compare your comments with the actual sale price. Do you need any more proof that mainstream adoption is coming? Let's see what the next week brings us. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel for more videos from the Exodus team. Until next time, hold on.